0: Hi, I'm Spencer.
1: And I'm Blake. And And you're you're about about to Get get Jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 83 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to.
0: But you should still totally watch the anime.
1: This week on Get Jumped, we're watching Naruto episodes 93 through 96, where doctors use their skill to kill each other, the best doctor ever, is also afraid of blood, and snakes, frogs, and slugs are all giant monsters.
0: Yeah, but that, that last one is just true of real life as well. Snakes, monsters, frogs, even bigger monsters, and slugs are the worst of all of the different kinds of monsters. I mean, have you ever woken up and you're, like, walking downstairs on the front of your patio and you see, like, a slug crawling across it? Like, there's there's not a grosser feeling than seeing, like, the slug line of death as they're going across. I
1: I just don't think we're all rich enough to have a downstairs and a patio, Spencer. Okay, Sp- okay, Spencer of the one percent
0: <laughs> let's jump in <laughs> I was going somewhere with that, and then you went into Spencer of the one percent, and I just wanted to I just wanted to go, yeah
1: <laughs> also, I had an experience with a snake recently, so it is like three-fourths of the time warm here in Wyoming right now at this time of year. And I was walking my dog the other day, and then I almost stepped on a snake, and I saw it, like, right before I put my foot down in front of its face. And now I will never go outside again. <laughs> That's my story.
0: Yeah. Fuck snakes. Um, so, <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back so from uh, the two the the two weeks of uh going over our our crossover episodes um if you haven't listened to them yet you should definitely go back we uh They're we good. gushed over redline and Ooh. uh we also uh one of us enjoyed pokemon the first movie one of us was blake um so well, i love pokemon those were the, the first two movie. people Whatever, listen to it, and you'll you'll hear his his disdain and his voice for Pokemon. That's some
1: bullshit. <laughs> I am being set up. Also, yeah. we did get uh, a couple of people actually who commented on the Pokemon crossover episode on the subreddit. And they were all talking about how it was a really good episode. So I'm glad you guys really liked that episode because I also thought it was a really good episode. And we had a lot of fun crossing over with uh, the Super Effective podcast. So shout out to Reddit user, but can I be trusted? And also Reddit user, I can't think of my password. Uh, Names which (laughs) shall surely live in infamy.
0: Yeah, for, for time and um,
1: memorial.
0: My <laughs> my, uh, my note from today uh, was one of the things that I I think we when we talk about like anime news of the week, it's always just kind of like um, you know we're going over random things that happen. But I kind of want to hold it out there to like you know I, I'm feeling I'm feeling kind of bad for like our our friends in China who don't get to watch a lot of different anime because oh, yeah, it is your banned fact. in that country. Oh yeah, it's it's really upsetting. I it's found It's banned a, for a, a funny
1: reason, too.
0: Yeah. So, uh they they banned Death Note and the reason why they banned Death Note is cuz kids were making like realistic death notes of their own and writing their teachers' names in them, <laughs> which is like
1: which is yeah. hilarious. But also the fact that that behavior led to a ban is Kind of absurd. I mean, I know China, they have, like, state media, and, you know, they are a communist country, so banning things because of, like, thought crime is not that out of the realm of normal. But, like, these are, like, children in high school and middle school making arts and crafts, and then the teachers are getting their, like, butt hurt because they wrote their names in a (laughs) pretend thing. Like there come on you guys you yeah. you should be embarrassed as a nation now i know we as a nation can't really talk about national embarrassment these days but you still should be embarrassed and yeah. so all, i would I, what were you saying no 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 you go ahead you good I'm, I'm good
0: I was gonna say, there's a, there's a comprehensive list that I posted on Twitter about this. Um, and, uh, a couple of ones that caught my eye that are just crazy that they're banned. One of them is Afro Samurai, which you've ever seen Afro Samurai makes no sense, except for I guess how bloody and crazy it is. But um, that's, like, and not then. Unique to Afro Samurai in the world of anime. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, and then the other one that that got me—that uh, I thought was like one of the weirdest ones—was Black Butler.
1: And I was like, "Why is what? this banned?" Now, I don't know a lot if about you, Black Butler, but I am very confident that it doesn't have objectionable material in it. Certainly not compared to a lot of other anime.
0: Yeah. Like so mainstream if you, if you don't know anime. about. Yeah, if you don't know anything about Black Butler, it is um, um, it's it's not a really like crazy anime that's super bloody or that teaches people to just like rise up and fight against power or um, I guess it, I don't know. There's other ones on the list like um, like uh, God, what is the name of the stupid show where they like go inside of the video game and fight uh, Sword Art Online. Oh man yeah sword art online is banned as well um there's also attack on titan um but the only thing that i could think about black butler is just like i guess it's just like western culturalism so maybe that's why i got taken off but I, the I only thing
1: think. i know about black butler is that i've been trying to read a lot more manga recently because we have a really kick-ass library here in cheyenne wyoming which doesn't make any sense but it's true and they got a a lot of ant- manga, and uh, but they have Black Butler, and I just every time I pick it up, I'm like, God, this doesn't look interesting at all. So that's what I know yeah. about that series is that I cannot find interest. If you think it's interesting, yeah, I'd actually love to hear from you because it's there, and I can read it for free at the library. But I don't know anything about it except that it doesn't look like my kind of thing. So if it's your kind of yeah. thing and you'd like to make a treatise on it and send it to us on Reddit. I would love that because that would be interesting. Even if it's still not my thing, I would like to hear about it. Also, we haven't talked in a while. (laughs) So we did these two crossover episodes within like two days of each other. And then we were going to record this episode. And then we just didn't like, I kind of got busy. And also (laughs) sometimes I wasn't busy, but I just was not, I just needed a break, I think, and it worked out really well. So we are not ahead of ourselves like we planned to be, but it's kind of okay as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. But the big thing yeah. I thought about the other day, too, was that like, our Naruto episodes are easily our most popular episodes, including normal coverage and special episodes. And I feel mm-hmm. bad that we pushed the Naruto episode back two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, all you Naruto listeners, I'm sorry.
0: Everybody get excited because these episodes have one good episode total of content no way i thought these were all good (laughs) no they're
1: not (laughs) yeah they're good they're good battle episodes that there's not a lot to them and you could absolutely have cut down how many episodes there are but i i don't think that they drag in any major ways and i think that each episode kind of has a it it's sort of a battle in four acts and each episode is an act
0: Yeah. Um, The other thing that I wanted to bring up, because we are rapidly approaching uh, when we are going to be there, um, but we are going to, again, be at Anime Central in a couple of weeks. Um, It is in mid-May, and we are going to be there uh, doing press coverage. Um, If you come up to us, and you are fans of the show, and maybe uh, not even then, uh, I have ordered (laughs) stickers... So you I, can get stickers. If you're not a fan of the show,
1: I don't know why you're coming up to us, but <laughs> if you are, we're, he, we're It's we're just, like,
0: just like one mugger. He's just like, <laughs> I listened to the show and decided to mug you because I knew where you were going to be.
1: I'm not a fan. <laughs> I just wanted your information. So I listened I to like 83 episodes of your show, not including specials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is also yeah we're i'm keeping track of how many episodes we've done including the specials i think there's one episode that didn't count because it was like it was like a sorry we didn't record this episode this week episode or something like that it wasn't like real content yeah but i'm keeping track of that and we are coming up on our 100th episode very quickly
0: get hyped y'all yeah um anyways uh the other thing that I wanted to uh, mention before we get started with the actual coverage of these episodes this week is that, um, again, we're, we're getting excited, uh, about being at Anime Central. But the other yeah. thing that's coming up is that, uh, we're going to be, uh, launching our store. Pretty soon, um, I've been talking to a couple of different people uh, about amassing like fan art um, and putting together like uh, a couple of different pieces of art that we are going to be able to put online. Um, so, if you want to buy like a shirt or something like that, uh, we are going to end up being on TeePublic Public um, and uh, posting our merch there, which is going to be fun. Um, and if you want some of that merch, but you would rather just continue to support the show, you can always find us on Patreon. Um, there's a couple of people that are, are doing that already and we're, um, because they're our first three lovely people, we are going to be sending them, um, special merch. Um, but if you were in, in the first 10 people that support the show, uh, you will also receive some of that sweet, sweet merch. Uh, also, so, uh, I did uh, be a part they- of it.
1: I, talking about the our 100th episode coming up, that's not numbered. We are, again, on 83 right now, so we got a, a couple of weeks or more before we get to episode number 100. But the 100th episode that we've recorded is coming up very, very fast. But that also made me wonder how, if we're coming up on any other anniversaries, because I know that we released our show in J- July, and it is now early May. And yeah, our mm-hmm. show premiered July 3rd, 2017, but we actually recorded the first episode on May 11th, 2017. So we are almost exactly a week out from our 2-year anniversary of the first time we recorded the show. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think like we've been doing this for 2 years basically as of this point, and that's that's nice. I like it.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a recap episode soon where we just like, you know, pull out the most ridiculous lines that don't make any sense out of context and play them in order. <laughs>
1: just do like a uh like a 35-minute smash cut of all of our favorite out of context <laughs> ridiculous jokes and diatribes and digressions and stuff.
0: That'd yeah, be great and then we could take another week off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're listening to this Rashad, which I know you are, don't do
1: that. <laughs> does he really listen to it or does he just look for like the spikes in the audio where we clap or where there's like weird shit going on? God, does he God, have to listen to every I, episode?
0: <laughs> I hope so much that there's just a uh, right after I say this, he just like cuts the audio and, and splices himself in saying something in rebuttal. <laughs> I'll give it a moment.
1: Rashad, if you do that though, you got to give yourself some like sexy music. <laughs> <laughs> this, Anyways, this is Rashad um, so, coming at you from the sound editing
0: booth. That's not him. That that's is just me. That is not Rashad. That is wishing Blake's impression that of this should happen. <laughs> anyways um we are getting back to our coverage uh and with that uh let's go ahead and previously on rudo
1: yeah especially since it's been like eight years since the last time we covered naruto and i was like oh yeah yeah so <laughs> naruto right now uh this series is about a world of ninjas and they are of course anime ninjas so they have this uh sort of energy inside of them which in this series is called chakra that allows them to do all kinds of crazy cool anime fighting shit uh naruto the series is named after naruto the character who's our main character at this point in the series he's like a young i would say like 12 year olds or so kid and he is a ninja in training he has spent much of the series training under one mentor has recently acquired a new mentor named jiraiya who is an old kind of perverted guy who uh, has been teaching him a cool new technique that he's been practicing a bunch in our most recent coverage. Um, Most recently, that new technique, it's a hard one to, to master, and they have met another older powerful ninja who has challenged him to master it in a week, and so he's been practicing a lot for that. Now, Jiraiya is one of a group called the Legendary Sanin. These are three... Uh, very powerful ninja from a uh, couple of decades ago was their sort of prominence. They're now around 50, and they became legendary in their like late teens to mid-20s kind of era. Um, so sort of almost ancient history as far as Naruto is concerned and the way that it's kind of presented by him, but they were a part of it and they made it. So Jiraiya is his teacher. They have also found the other member of the Sanin, that's the older powerful ninja I just mentioned. Her name is Tsunade. And the third member of the legendary Sanin is Orochimaru, who is a major villain that we have encountered several times before. Um, The reason that they've encountered Tsunade recently is because the Hokage, which is the village leader, often called on our show the ninja president, He was killed by Orochimaru, and they need a replacement for him. They have come to seek out Tsunade to be that replacement. She has refused. She also has uh, some tragedy in her past. She had a younger brother and a guy that she was interested in romantically who were both killed. Both of those people also wanted to be Hokage, and so she doesn't want to be Hokage because she thinks that it's a foolish dream for foolish people and also possibly a death sentence. However, Naruto's dream is to become the Hokage, so he is kind of challenging her assumptions on that um Orochimaru also is around right now since killing the Hokage he has lost the use of his hands which is in order to sort of focus your chakra and do cool ninja techniques you need to make hand signs and the Hokage while he was being killed by Orochimaru took away Orochimaru's hands to prevent him from using jutsu ever again he has come to Tsunade who is a renowned medical ninja to heal him and she It looked like she was going to do it, but then at the last second, at the end of our previous Naruto coverage, it turns out that she was going to kill him under the pretext of healing him, and he was rescued by his subordinate Kabuto, who is also a fairly proficient medical ninja. So at the start of today, we have Tsunade having just revealed her cards to Orojimaru and Kabuto and facing off against the two of them. Meanwhile, Naruto, Jiraiya, and Tsunade's subordinate, Shizune, have all been drugged by Tsunade so that she could go and do her own thing without them interfering. They have recovered uh, consciousness, but not completely recovered their full strength, and they are hoping to catch Tsunade before she makes a big mistake. That picks us up with episode 93. They're going to catch her outside. Catch, Catch her outside. How about that? (laughs)
0: <laughs> so this episode begins it's called uh episode th- uh, 93 breakdown the deal is off um sure and this is. episode uh yeah this episode is gonna start out with a uh a, a long and uh deadly stare that happens between Tsunade and Orochimaru it's, it's the um,
1: it's the ninja art of the deal do you get it
0: yeah it is very <laughs> very long it is it is the longest stare out of any of the episodes that we are going to watch today, um, where Tsunade is going to think back about everything that she has just done, uh, much like Dewey Cox from that, uh, that, that movie that I Walk love hard. so much. <laughs> yeah. Dewey Cox has got to think about it his entire life before he goes <laughs> on and plays. <laughs> so that's what Tsunade does. Tsunade um, is Dewey think Cox. About- yes she oh my god title um anyways <laughs> um so uh Tsunade then uh jumps into action um and shows off her I can smash anything with my fist attack um which is her signature fighting style um just smashing everything um she's uh <laughs> you know the Infinity War games just came out uh so it's like we're not gonna spoil it
1: we're not gonna spoil yeah. it Yeah. <laughs> Too, yeah. too soon. Anyways. You saw it though, right? <laughs> yeah. We should talk about it after what? the show, because I want to talk about it with you.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, um, so, Sunati is, is going to smash a whole bunch of stuff. She's going to keep on smashing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and they are going to flee from the town. Um, we're going to next catch up with them uh, when they apparently have been smashing things for a long period of time while they've been running. There's uh, also some The next sh- time that we're going to see them is kabuto is like they are both out of breath yeah Ka- standing so, staring again
1: there's a really funny part because she's attacking the both of them but the thing is that kabuto is basically orochimaru's hands if you will because orochimaru doesn't have the use of his hands but kabuto is a fairly loyal subordinate and very skilled um so he's basically doing all of the fighting on behalf of orochimaru and when Tsunade starts attacking them Orochimaru's like, oh this is great, I've been wanting to fight you and Kabucha's like, You're not fighting her, it's I'm I'm fighting her. And then <laughs> he, he's like, We need to get out of here because this is kind of an enclosed area and I need this is not a good place for like long range jutsu. And I don't get why he says that because he doesn't use long range jutsu. I know. He never does. But they they changed oh. location nominally because that was the reason that he gave that they should change location even though it doesn't make sense with him because he's not a long range fighter.
0: Yeah, for real. Anyways, um the next thing that we're going to see is um uh, uh Tsunade's um oh, I, got, I can never remember her name. Her alter. Uh she's an a I had to google uh, she's it. An a. <laughs> Shizune, Naruto, Jiraiya, and also the pig are going to show oh, up. Yeah. Um, luckily, she had thrown off her um, her like wrap or whatever she was wearing onto the ground. Um, and I like that. Like, her theater teacher show. Yeah, when they go to find her, um, like everybody jumps away, and then um, uh, what is her name again? I forgot it. She's already. an A. She's an A. She's an A. Uh, like picks it up and like lovingly like wraps it around her arm before she hops after them. <laughs> and I was just like, he, she loves Tsunade so much, you guys.
1: <laughs> uh, don't want your clothes to get dirty. That's not what she sounds like. <laughs> She's not a, she sounds just She's like not her. an old maid.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so. um, they are going to uh, catch up to the fight uh, between uh, Orochimaru um, and Tsunade. Well, first uh, there's going to be some and- body
1: fun because the thing about Tsunade is that she's a very famous medical ninja and she basically came up with the idea that you should have a doctor with you when you go out into war. Uh, and Kabujo is also a medical ninja, uh, although not quite as skilled at her as her, because otherwise Rorichimaru wouldn't have needed to ask for her help or whatever. So they fight each other, and Kabuto has this cool technique where he basically forms his chakra as like a, a scalpel, and he's able to cut like connections of your musculature. And he explains that he would be able to cut all the way into arteries and internal organs, but he would need more time and focus than you can have in the middle of a fight in order to do that but he does this to basically immobilize Tsunade and it works for a second but then she powers through it because she's really really strong and she gets him real good by hitting him in a similar way but instead of like cutting the connections of his muscles to immobilize him she electrocutes his nervous system so that when he thinks he's moving one part of his body, he's moving another one. It's like when you're playing a game and there is some sort of technique or effect that causes your controller directions to like reverse themselves and the buttons to remap. And you have to like Mm -hmm. relearn how to play the game with new button locations real quick until the effect wears off. That's what she does to Kabuto.
0: So the best explanation of this or the best example that I want to give I just of this gave it. is when I, I was gave you the best when example. I was a, I fin- was a kid <laughs> Oh okay when I was a kid I fucking played Secret of Mana all the fucking time I loved that game on SNES um and uh there is this fucking attack that these they call them rabbites which are like these weird rabbit monsters and they use uh this fucking confusion technique on you as a controller and it changes your directional buttons to the opposite um and it just pissed me the fuck off so much when i was a kid i used to just stand there and wait for the spell to wear (laughs) off because i was just like i don't want to do this like
1: (laughs) i uh Oh, I was thinking more like a modern example is Super Smash Bros. That's included in at least the two most recent ones, where one of the, I think, assist trophies will reverse everyone's controls. And I hate it because when you're playing against the computers, they basically are completely unaffected by it. So it just yeah. puts you at a major disadvantage for a few seconds, even though it's supposedly hitting each player.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Caputo is also basically unaffected by this. Um, he learns how to, yeah. um, how to, like, move his body ridiculously fast. Yeah, he gets um, hit and- by Sunati, like,
1: once, and he's not able to guard against it, and she does not put her power into it, because otherwise she could have killed him.
0: Yeah, and she can't put her power into it because he, uh, specifically cut a, um, um, muscles in one of her arms and one of her thighs, and the reason snip, why snip. he did this um, the reason why he did this, especially in her thigh is so that she can't create more power through her like punches. Um, and the way that Tsunade throws punches is with her entire body pulling up from the ground, much like a pitcher in baseball. Um, and that's how she creates all of her strength. Um, I got really down a rabbit hole today when I was reading about uh, I was uh, reading about this fight. Um, And I was reading about like Because they show this cool point Where they show like the musculature Inside of um, the person's body And how it's like slightly cut And how it like when it flexes It flexes incorrectly um, And how like the muscle snapped a little bit And I was Mm -hmm. like I want to read about this Um, And there is a uh, a really Interesting uh, article um, About how pitchers perform And one of the things that they talk about Is like they throw from their hips And their feet and their cleats that are pressed into the ground and it like ripples up through their body and they were like the crazy part about this is that um uh if if boxers or fighters had enough time to throw punches this way they could throw punches like twice or three times as powerfully as they normally throw them but they can't because they have to react and defend at the same time and can't throw their entire body into punches so I'm just like really interesting
1: I I also am reminded by you talking about this of how there's, like, a two-minute sequence where Kabuto and Tsunade are basically just talking medical jargon to each other. Yeah. And I I was just (laughs) like, okay, I get that you did your homework, but we have to watch this, too, so let's dumb it back down. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, So, Tsunade
0: is still not doing well because one of the places that she got hit was right above her lungs, so she's having trouble breathing. Um, At the same time, um, Kabuto is running at her with a knife um, or Kunai and he is going to go and stab her. Um, right before he gets a t- chance to stab her, though, a smoke bomb appears, and then Jiraiya is in the fucking way. Um, and, uh, Kabuto has to get away from them. Um, and now everybody is at the fight, so we can switch into, yeah. um, our next episode here in just a second. Um, which... I don't know if this happens before or after. I... I know you wrote it down before, but I will talk about it in episode 94, Attack, Fury of the Rasengan, because this is where I took it up. Kabuto is gonna be the fucking meanest to Naruto.
1: He's so (laughs) mean. He is here to hurt feelings.
0: But he's just like, he's just like, we went after your friend Sasuke because we knew that you didn't have any aptitude to be a ninja. And he might as well have just like turned around to Orochimaru and give him like some side eye. And they were just like, yeah, little bitch.
1: (laughs) Coming up here, a little bitch. So, yeah, he basically. Also, the thing is, Naruto did not know that Kabuto was a traitor. We had this revealed to us, but. I've, i thought back and i was like why doesn't he know this and i guess nobody told him uh it probably didn't come up but like several people knew this and we were definitely in those people like we as the audience had this revealed in like the middle of the climax of the last arc and maybe way earlier. i think it was like at the beginning of the we pretty much always knew that he was not to be trusted which was great. Yeah. It it gives you good dramatic tension and irony and stuff like that because we know something the characters don't that works really well. It's good narrative technique. But it was kind of shocking when we learned that Naruto was still unaware of this. And he's like, mm-hmm. Kabuto, what are you doing here? And Kabuto's like, oh, I work for the enemy and also you suck. <laughs> 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 I don't suck, you suck! <laughs> um...
0: And uh, okay, so the next thing that is going to happen is uh, Orochimaru. He's going to take off his bandages from his one of his arms. Ooh. Um, and why doesn't do this for him and just makes him like bite <laughs> it off with his hand. It's like, he can he like, you tells take him, those like, off. He's like, I don't know, can yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so he's gonna take off his stuff and he's gonna summon a gigantic snake. And then we get a two-headed dumb, snake. Not funny it's anime. Yeah. Yeah, we then we get a dumb not funny comedy bit where yeah. they do that same thing they always do with summoning the frogs, which is Jiraiya has difficulty doing it and the reason why is because he is still drugged a little bit. Yeah. Um so a, uh, if you'll remember has drugged Jiraiya in previous episodes um and the reasoning why is because she didn't want him to follow him. Uh follow her. Um he did, did still work. follow, he's still trying to deal with it, but he can't Fold his chakra correctly, or mold it, um, and so he is not able to summon his
1: gigantic yep. frog. I Instead, think he summons Specifically for this summoning, you need to you need to gather a large amount, and he's yep. not able to. So then we're going to yep. have a this is cool fake out with Naruto. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Naruto is going to summon a different frog that is dumber and more obnoxious, and it's going to be the same joke twice and also not funny. Um, yeah I, it looks like naruto
1: is going to come through where jiraiya failed and they give you this big swell of music and orochimaru and kabuto are both shocked and then he also fails and it's such a letdown like i was like oh this is so cool i didn't remember this happening this way but this is dope i know that i know that gamabuta the giant frog will appear for the fight Because I remember that aspect of it. And I was like, oh, I forgot that Naruto summoned him. It's because he doesn't. And it's just the joke again. And it was honestly such a disappointment. And it's going to be sort of made up for in the fight. Because it's like the part of this fight is about trying to deal with each other as Sani between Orochimaru Jiraiya and Tsunade. But part of the fight is about how Naruto isn't worth it. And basically him proving them wrong. And I thought this was part of that. And it I guess it kind of is because he is shown not to be as proficient as they thought maybe he was. But like, I don't know. They already think that. They don't need to, we don't need to prove it. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't like uh, it. Uh, let's. Let's first go through the most boring part of the fight, which is going to be Jiraiya versus Orochimaru. Now, if you are yeah. ahead of uh, ahead of us and you know about Jiraiya and Orochimaru, and I said that sentence, you'd be like, "What?" But watch it; you'll you'll agree with me. Yeah. There's a lot of jumping around on a big snake, and Jiraiya using his big hair technique. Um, yeah, but it's the, it's really boring. The key um, here
1: is it's two ninja who neither of them can use their ninja abilities. <laughs> so like jiraiya yeah. is still too drugged to, to use any of his techniques very effectively except for that time that he stabs orochimaru with his hair which orochimaru does not react to at all and i was like i would definitely yeah. react to like several spikes going through my foot but okay mm-hmm. and then orochimaru can't use any of his ninja, ninja techniques because his hands are all fucked up but his body's weird and he's like kind of snake-like so he's able to like make his limbs go all long and wavy and he can bite people and he can shoot a sword out of his mouth. So, like, he still has some tricksy tricks, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's two people who can't fight fighting each other.
0: Yeah, it's so it sucks. Um, then we have my favorite part of the fight, which is Shizune uh, versus Kabuto, which is actually really dope so they're gonna have like this quick back and forth and then he's gonna get a little bit of an advantage where he gets to knock Shizune back and instead of just going down she spits fucking needles from her mouth and it almost catches Kabuto and Kabuto is just like I can't completely move my body yet because I haven't gotten my stamina back Uh so I can't block it and then he's just like wait I'm wearing this metal headband and he like pulls down the headband and he knocks away the little spikes so it's dope and then he goes in for another attack on her and she's like i can't block it but instead i'm gonna spit out a fucking like giant cloud, cloud of, of poison <laughs> gas she's is- so awesome
1: so here's i think i'm speaking for both of us here spencer when i say that here's what we remembered about she's in a from previous times that we have experienced the naruto series she's there nothing <laughs> yeah i remembered that she was there. i, I remember-, didn't remember what her name I was i forgot pig. about her pig i remember that yeah. she was like trying to not let Tsunade gamble all of her money away and that otherwise she's just there. I had forgotten that she's a full-on badass who does great stuff during this arc and then stops being yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, she's like a poison ninja. It's She's really cool. Really cool.
1: <laughs> like mm-hmm. use and her she... more.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like I'm like oh man, they did not they did not use her to her full potential. She should be a character because... in the
1: fighting games and stuff like she, we're, she's we're kind of we're kind of doing her wrong. I mean, she's got stuff. She's not like, uh, she's not like, uh, Iruka. Who's like a character that doesn't have any abilities. Cause he never gets to do anything. She does stuff. She's really cool.
0: Yeah. She's, she emits poison gas from her body. Mm -hmm. Um, way later on there's going to be a different character that can make molten magma out of their body and I'm just like hey this is the same thing (laughs) magma Um, so so anyways Um, she, they're going to have this quick back and forth. She is going to be taken out by Kabuto, and then there's going to be a quick, uh, fight, um, between Kabuto and uh, Tsunade, but Tsunade is going to be completely immobilized because when she goes to strike, uh, Kabuto, Kabuto cuts his own hand and throws blood in her face. Um,
1: and she is immobilized by blood. She is... So afraid of blood that it sends her into a near catatonic state. Except she's a doctor? Like, what? Yeah. So, also, there's going to be a really nice moment where Orochimaru is basically picking up the thread that Kabuto laid down about how Naruto sucks and is like talking to Jiraiya while they're fighting about how naruto has no skill and he's not a worthwhile ninja largely as a result or as a consequence of him having no skill and he's like he can't believe that you picked this guy as your student especially in the same village off of the same team where sasuke the uchiha prodigy is and you were kind of a fuck-up too when you were a kid, and I think you're just being nostalgic but not making a rational decision. And Jiraiya counters by saying that being a ninja is not about how much skill you start with, but about how persistent you are, and how many times you stand up again, and how hard you work to become better. And that's a good message just in general. Some people are better at stuff than other other people are and that doesn't mean that they're always going to be better because some people that are really good at stuff don't work to maintain that goodness and so you can work harder to overcome them. It's a tortoise and hare problem. And <laughs> uh Naruto is the tortoise and right as Jiraiya is saying that basically Naruto's tenacious and that that is why he's a he's valuable and why he's not hopeless as a ninja. That's right when Kabuto is attacking who is totally unable to move and right as he goes in for the kill naruto appears and blocks his attack with his head specifically taking the hit on his headband and standing there like acting real cool as though nothing had happened and this is a super iconic moment of naruto's like when you see images of naruto this is one of the big ones
0: yeah, so then uh, there is going to be a a quick back and forth uh, between Kabuto and Naruto where they're going to be trying to trade blows. Um, Kabuto is has a cut on his hand that is bleeding profusely, um, and he uh, self inflicted too, that, which
1: is kind of funny in hindsight. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Naruto thinks like if I go to his right, he's not going to be able to block if I use four shadow clones. So he does that, and uh, Kabuto uh, he thinks ahead of this and throws blood into the eyes of the real Naruto not one of his shadow clones um and it it takes him off um and then he takes a plasma pill and so his blood clots and then he gets his blood back and then there's another sequence of fights where uh, Naruto fights against Kabuto again except for this time he tries to use the Rasengan on him He misses because he, like, is too wide open in his, like, stance. And Kabuto is going to hit him a bunch of times, cutting a whole bunch of nerves in his, like, legs and arms and stuff. Kabuto Um, basically is
1: like, you can't hit me with a technique that's this big. Basically, like, you're, it's too much flourish and not enough surprising gives me, it's too, it leaves me too open, or leaves you too open for me to dodge. Which I thought was yeah. a really interesting thought and also true yeah. about the cooler Rasengan technique that you try to use in the games and you can't hit anybody with it.
0: Yeah, for real, that happens all the time in the games. <laughs> so frustrating. Um, then, uh, then we are going to see a the first one of the first kind of smart but dumb techniques that Naruto decides to do, um, Naruto, which kind is kind of the- smart but dumb. <laughs> Yeah, so Naruto is going to catch a uh, kunai that he is being stabbed at with in his hand... And how he catches it is he lets it cut through the top of his hand and then grabs uh, Kabuto's hand which is uh, stabbing at him so that he can hold him in place. Then he summons a shadow clone and with that shadow clone in place he is able to form a Rasengan um, and then slam Kabuto for our first time seeing a Rasengan connect from Naruto um, it is a super iconic moment. Yeah. This episode, if you were watching when you were younger or if you just picked up the show, this is like the moment where Naruto became a badass. Um, e- there is just like this really crazy moment. They they live you on a cliffhanger that goes into episode 95, the fifth Hokage, a life on the line. Um, but before that, it's just like this big flash, and then it cuts back and it shows you all of this again in the next episode opening, and then How the next thing it time? shows you, yeah. <laughs> then the next thing it shows you is something that never happens in- with a Gun again. And I noticed this with the show. So instead of like the Gun usually like hits the person and then it just fucking throws them, and the ball of energy is just like resting on the person's body, and then they slam mm-hmm. into whatever it is, and then it explodes. In this, he. Kabuto gets enveloped in a ball of energy and you can barely see his body and then he's thrown into this rock formation and the rock formation like collapses around him it looks really cool yeah it's it's like a rule of cool thing and I was just like I think they changed that for later because they were like this isn't we want this to look cooler later on well the Uh, other thing about
1: Rasengan is that it is a very devastatingly powerful technique so it rarely hits
0: yeah Um, so, uh, Kabuto is, uh, is almost immobilized. It turns out he can heal really well, um, and he starts healing up his body while we see Naruto, who got hit on the stomach, uh, by Kabuto as he was getting hit by the Rasengan. And it turns out what Kabuto did when he hit him in the stomach is he severed a lot of arteries and vital nerves and organs. He basically yeah. just, like, shredded the inside of Naruto's body. So Naruto is going to go down, and he looks like he is going to die.
1: Yeah, and Kabuto would go and help out with that, but he he basically starts to heal from the hit that he took from the Rasengan. He then is like, haha, I'm better than you, because look at how I'm healing. And then he is surprised to learn that he used up too much energy and is now unable to move so maybe don't talk shit so fast, Kabuto.
0: Yeah, and, and the way they chose to, like, show this is that, like, his glasses break, and I was just like, how did they break so far away from when it actually happened?
1: Well, you know how your glasses are, like, if you have glasses, so they're kind of like a, an indicator of your health at any time, and so when yeah. your glasses break, it means that things are dire. And there's sort of like a medical instrument to let people know if you're close to death. And that's how glasses Uh, works. Yeah, that's so so how glasses work. Naruto is close to death, and Tsunade is unhappy about this, because she has decided that she likes him, and that he (laughs) has inspired her by remembering her loved ones who have died. That sounds weird when I say it all at once. (laughs) So... (laughs) So she's going to go to work trying to repair the damage that Kabuto did. And she is kind of despairing because she doesn't think that she's making a lot of headway and she's kind of losing him. And Kabuto just can't stop. He This is just four episodes of Kabuto just talking smack the whole time. And he's just like laying there on his stomach on the ground, unable to move, being like, he's dying and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh Tsunade is going to um she's going to start healing him. Um and then it is it is revealed uh in inside of this moment. Um, that uh, Naruto is is stronger than he appears. He can do a Rasengan. Um, he can release some of the like chakra that's inside of his body. And Orochimaru is going to uh, understand that he is going to be a real threat, if not right now, but later on. Um, yeah. So Orochimaru is going to decide, instead of paying attention to J- Jiraiya, he's going to go murder him with his mouth
1: sword. Also, Orochimaru also is aware of the Akatsuki, which at this point in the series is a brand new organization that we have only just heard about for the first time. What we know about them is that Sasuke's older brother, who murdered all of the rest of Sasuke's family, is a member and is partnered up with a cool shark guy with a crazy sword They are both super dangerous and almost killed Kakashi and several other similarly powered ninjas in what amounted to a show of strength to build tension in the series in a pretty good fight that we covered a while ago. Um, He also showed up a little bit later, and we discovered that they, as members of the Akatsuki, were trying to kidnap Naruto. And Mm. we don't really know why, but Orochimaru is basically like, if the Akatsuki gets their hands on Naruto, that would be bad, so I should kill him now. And I thought this was really interesting because what I know about the Akatsuki's plan is that they're trying to get Naruto because they want the fox inside of him because they want to make a super weapon, And Orochimaru's kind of trying to stop that. And you could argue that this is sort of what the heroes are going to ultimately try to do also to stop that. Not to kill Naruto to stop the plan, but to stop the Akatsuki's plan in the same way that orochimaru is trying to do it just san's murder and it's like yeah he's doing yeah. it for selfish reasons but he's kind of right now his his goals are aligning with the heroes even though they don't realize it
0: yeah yeah so um instead of getting uh instead of (laughs) instead of uh blocking the attack in a normal way um is going to throw her body in the way over and over and over again she's gonna be she's gonna be stabbed so many times inside of this episode
1: there's no Um, way she's alive and also
0: yeah. The other thing about this is that these, like, couple of episodes are all about people being on the ground and getting kicked. Um, because uh-huh. Kabuto, when he knocks down people, is just like, I'm gonna kick you till you die. And Orochimaru is just like, I can't use my hand, so I'm gonna kick you till you die. <laughs> um, and so they just keep on, like, they just keep on kicking people and stabbing people with mouth swords. Um, until eventually, uh, Tsunade is gonna be all fed up with this. Um, and instead of shaking and being upset, she's gonna regain her nerve and use her super duper ul- ultimate power, which is uh, she is going to be be releasing all the chakra that she holds inside of her forehead. And that is not a ridiculous thing to say um, because it's in the show. She and stores it, it there over be- time,
1: over many years. She's been yes. putting. She's been like a squirrel with some nuts. She's been putting some of that chakra away for just such an occasion. <laughs>
0: Okay, so what it turns out to be that she can do is that there is a curse seal that she placed on her forehead. And this curse seal, if she releases it, will release a massive amount of chakra inside of her body. And when it does, she converts this chakra into a, a regeneration and double time healing or like triple time healing. She does it so fast that she can heal dire wounds on her body. And it's basically her ultimate technique, which is just, like, to gain a second life in, if you were playing a yeah. video game of it. You it's would, cool. You would She's like, basically you
1: know. like, with this technique, I cannot be killed in battle. And you're like, yeah. kind of, yeah. Like, you would have to be really killed. It's like Wolverine. Like, you can't kill Wolverine unless you get him real good. And that's kind yeah. of this technique.
0: Yeah. Anyways, so uh, she's gonna use that technique, and then we're gonna get our big monster battle, our kaiju battle that we've been waiting for. Um, mm-hmm. So which was, uh, I thought
1: this whole thing, but it's like just twenty five percent of it. A
0: minute. It's <laughs> it it has some of the best animation out of all of these episodes in it, um, and which it's are kind like of a bummer poorly it, it's poorly
1: animated in that the whole of Naruto at this point in the series isn't that well animated, but they make yeah. Good use of it i think it's like not great animation but pretty good directing and then every once in a while the animation is like way better but only in like part of it yeah so
0: what is going to be summoned is jiraiya is going to summon a giant frog um um, uh, orochimaru is going to summon a giant snake and tsunari is going to summon a giant slug and they're going to have a kaiju battle that uh, begins episode 96, Deadlock sanding Showdown. Um, so what they mean by Deadlock is that they're going to spend a lot of time staring at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just going to sit there on their big giant monster animal um, and look at each other for a minute. And then they're finally going to start fighting. But it's going to take a little while for them to yell at each other from far away. Um, and it's, it, it's kind of funny that how slow it happens. My favorite thing that I found out from this is that the gigantic snake that uh, Orochimaru rides around on um, Mm -hmm. or at least this one that can talk that's like the king of snakes requires sacrifices every time he is summoned. So he actually has like this huge drawback where he's just like, if you summon me, I will require a certain amount of sacrifices every time. And uh-huh. he's like, you need to sacrifice a hundred people to me this time for this fight because I'm going to have to go all out. And it's it's pretty it's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he is also similar to Gamabunta, to the giant frog that uh, Jiraiya and Naruto can summon. Similar to, I think her name's Katsuyu, is the, the giant slug. She is a recurring character, and so is the snake. And his name is similar to Madara, but it's not that because that's a different character. Uh, yeah. But I didn't look it up. I forgot to look it up. I meant to. Uh, and he <laughs> shows up several times. And in fact, God, this is a pretty big spoiler. So if you haven't watched Naruto, uh, even though I spoiled like the whole Akatsuki thing. <laughs> But if you haven't watched Naruto and you want to be surprised by some shit that's going to happen way in the future, Sasuke also can summon the snake later.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a really big spoiler, Blake. You've ruined it for everybody.
1: Yeah. Hiss, hiss. Yeah. So, kaiju fight. <laughs> that's <laughs> like my only note. <laughs> it's like yeah. So about this is like, kaiju fight, that's the episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this fight is that you're going to see all of the different gigantic monsters have pretty cool moments. So um the Gamabuta, the gigantic frog, he is going to uh fight with a big um a big like I I think they call them an assassin's knife. Um they're just like this this short knife that uh that ninja will carry alongside <clears throat> or not ninja but samurai will carry alongside with their like normal blade. Um and it's just like this this short little sword, but the way the frog fights with it is like it's a samurai blade. It's really cool, and I I'm a big fan of the big giant frog. Um, the yeah, he's a good character. slug in the slug instead of being just completely stupid, which is what you think it's going to be, as soon as you hear see it, instead uh-huh. it's going to spit fucking acid out. And yeah, like it, the big giant. She's in a
1: on the weekends and are like, what do you spit? <laughs>
0: It's just like the big giant slug, Shizune, and also the the pig is there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the pig's just like kind of hanging out like behind them a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um. Anyways, uh. So uh. The the um. The fight is going to go pretty back and forth until they use, uh, one of my favorite techniques, which is in the show, um, which is, uh, the, the slug uses this ability to just explode into a whole bunch of slugs, which is going to come up, like, a whole bunch of times in Naruto. A lot.
1: (laughs) A lot. It's like her, Um, it's her signature move.
0: Yeah, her signature move is to, instead of one slug, be lots of slugs. And Um, then to form back up
1: into one slug. She Voltrons herself. (laughs)
0: yeah for real um so uh that is going to happen um there's also going to be this badass ninja technique that the frog and jiraiya use in tandem which the frog shoots out oil and the uh the uh jiraiya uh shoots out like a ball of fire over the oil so it like lights on fire and it shoots this massive flamethrower over the top of them um but it turns out that they were not fast enough Uh, because, uh, the snake had shed its skin and gone underground and it pops up to attack, um, the gigantic frog, but not in time because the frog jumps away and drops his sword. And then, uh, the snake picks up the sword and starts trying to stab him with the sword. There's a lot of cool things that happen in this kaiju fight. It's It's like my favorite part of this episode.
1: So eventually they're going to stab the snake and they're going to stab uh, his head Tsunade Tsunade is going to
0: stab the snake because Tsunade is so strong that she can pick up the gigantic sword and stab it through the fucking snake's mouth right before it bites the big oh. giant frog
1: There is a cool part where the snake like has the sword He like launches it at Gamabunta really fast mm-hmm. so Gamabunta has to dive out of the way but he is also in the same line with uh, Katsuyu and so it's gonna like stab into the Katsuyu the the big slug and Tsunade like jumps off her head and like baps it and you can't even see her but she's so strong that she like knocks it off of the trajectory
0: it's so awesome it is cool it it actually made me think of a Marvel movie kaiju fight yeah yeah this this fight is really good and then we're even gonna get the Marvel movie moment of Orochimaru uh shooting out this big giant tongue to wrap around Tsunade's neck and try to choke her to death but instead Tsunade's just like fuck that and she like straight up Hulk Hulk on Loki's uh yeah fucking Orochimaru and yeah, pulls him up by his big tongue. giant tongue
1: yeah <laughs> and, and she... just starts beating the shit out of him <laughs> She pulls him to her and gives him a real good punch. And she's super strong. And then you're like, oh, he's done. And she's like, nope. And she's still got the tongue. And she's, like, (laughs) pulling him to her and punching him and all kinds. She punches him so much. And, like, literally she should have killed him. But he's not supposed to die right now. So she basically stops punching him and also moving at, at all. And is like, oh, i'm out of energy and then he's like i guess you're out of energy and i'm not gonna fight you anymore because this episode's almost over yeah
0: so the big giant snake is gonna be like fuck this and turn into smoke and disappear then orochimaru is gonna reveal that he can live forever because he's taking over other people's bodies and he doesn't really need sunade yeah uh, but he's like it would have been easier than I, i
1: preferred this version but now i'll just go get a new body so bye
0: the way that he leaves is just like, I'm just going to turn into the ground. And he just <laughs> slowly goes into the ground.
1: Me, 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 me. And Kabuto's just standing there. And I'm like, well, I guess he can take the fucking bus. Because shit. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> you're the ground now.
0: <laughs> and instead, Kabuto just like, turn into smoke. And then he's just gone. And that's the end of our coverage of Naruto for this. No, no, week. no. Now, um,
1: one last important thing. They at the in the denouement Tsunade's like yeah I'll become the ninja president and that's the whole oh, yeah. that's what this has all been about so we can't not mention it <laughs> oh yeah that point <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> you're like I already turned it off <laughs> <laughs> anyways
0: that's our coverage for Naruto stick around we'll talk about what's coming on next time
1: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions. With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain
0: English Productions. He's our
1: level 6 sound wizard. Level
0: up. Our podcast is ad-free and we want to keep it that way. If you want to keep it that way too, please consider supporting us on Patreon.
1: Follow us on Twitter at b and
0: Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com
1: forward slash Blake and Spitzer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash Get Jumped. If you like the
0: show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show.
1: New episodes come out every Sunday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, or wherever you get your podcast from. And hey, thanks for listening. Thank you. Alright, next week on Blake and Spitzer Get Jumped, we're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders Battle in Egypt, Episodes 56 through 59. To be continued. I like that we're both doing it, but not in sync, so it's just gonna be awful. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Rashad.
0: And yes, I do listen to every fucking episode.
1: Sound Wizard Away!